Hey there, Kaniacs. I'm Jared Ellis, and you're listening to Locked On Hurricanes on the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You can find us on Twitter at LO underscore Hurricanes and myself on Twitter at Jared Ellis underscore 96. And today's episode and interview is brought to you by Built Bar, the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. Um, enter promo code LOCKED ON at checkout to get $10 off your first box of Built Bars. And I do want to apologize to you guys on the delay for this upload of the Malcolm Hayes interview. Sometimes life gets in the way of stuff. Um, so it got pushed back a couple days, but it is here. Um, and it will get to you guys in just a second because I do want to talk to you about Built Bar a little bit more in detail. Um, we have talked to you guys about Built Bar for quite some time now. Um, Built Bar is, of course, the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. Um, absolutely delicious. Flavors for everyone, no matter what your uh, taste palette is. They have something for you. They taste amazing. We have had them multiple times, and we really love them. Um, so go to www.builtbar.com. And enter the promo code locked on at checkout for $10 off your first box of built bars. That is promo code locked on. That's all caps, no space, for $10 off your first order of built bars. And once again, we do want to let you guys know that the Locked On Podcast Network stands against racism and social injustice. That's why we, the hosts, of Locked On Hurricanes, as well as the hosts across the network, are making personal donations to local and national organizations that are fighting for change right now. And in the month of June, Locked On is matching up is matching the total of all host donations up to an additional ten thousand dollars. To make your own donation along with us, please visit www.lockedonpodcast.com/blacklivesmatter. Walker and I agreed to donate our entire June earnings from the show to this cause. Um, and if you are able to, and we know some people are out of work still, if you're able to um, and you'd like to donate, go to www.lockedonpodcast.com slash Black Lives Matter. Now, I will quit talking to you and I will let you enjoy the Malcolm Hayes interview. I'll talk to you guys at the end of the episode. Okay, so we are joined by uh, Malcolm Hayes of the SPHL's Fayetteville Marksman. Um, how do you do, uh, Malcolm? I'm doing well. How are you guys? We are doing well. I'm Enjoying good. our days off. That's right. <laughs> um, and, well, speaking of time off, I guess, um, obviously the SPHL season was canceled Um a couple months back because of the whole COVID thing. Um, what were y'all's initial thoughts on that? Did you know it was coming or was it a surprise to y'all? What was up with that? Uh, so I finished the season in uh, Kansas City mm-hmm. with the, uh, the Kansas City Mavericks. And uh, we were pretty shocked, to be honest, when we found out. We kind of – so I uh, sprained my ankle like three or four weeks prior to that. Mm-hmm. And the first day back on the ice for me – I think with a Monday, and then they canceled the season on Tuesday, which kind of wow. stunk. But uh, <laughs> you know, I think I think the NHL had already been, or maybe it was the NBA that had already been paused. So we kind of saw it coming, and 
really mm-hmm. expected it. But, I mean, obviously, we were still shocked once it was finalized. Right. Um, yeah, that, it was definitely shocking to all of us uh, when it was canceled because we were obviously really enjoying watching Fayetteville play. Um, yes. I went to one of the games down there. It was really fun. Um, and mine was one of the theme nights that I went to. I think it was the uh, Bunch of Jerks night that y'all did. Um, and Fayetteville has obviously done a bunch of um, theme nights. They did, what was it, Marvel, the Peanuts, uh, SpongeBob, and like a whole bunch of different stuff. What were some of your favorites that y'all have done that, down there? Um, I think my favorite probably would have been the Bunch of Jerks. I think we had only done one other one uh, while I was there. Mm-hmm. But I definitely had a good time with a bunch of, bunch of jerks. I just like the idea of it and how yeah. they kind of incorporated with the Carolina fan base and try to bring it together. Yeah, I it was right. Cool. Yeah, we definitely enjoyed that. Um, one thing I've wanted uh, kind of Hurricanes to do at some point would be to bring all of the other um, North Carolina teams in. So Fayetteville, uh, Winston-Salem, Charlotte, just bring them all in just for like a big, you know, hockey North Carolina type night. Yeah, that'd be huge. It'd yeah. be touching all the fan bases. Mm-hmm. Make hockey bigger overall and that's – so that'd be nice if they could actually put something together like that. Yeah, no, it would be really, really cool. Um, that was and, really cool that, that Fayetteville did that bunch of jerks night because, you know, hockey's not – you know, you don't hear North Carolina and immediately think of hockey, yeah. so that's really cool. Yeah, um, and you mentioned no, you, know, bringing, you mentioned bringing <laughs> in a bunch of fans and all that. Um, what have been some of the weirdest and funniest fan encounters you've had over the years? Uh, weirdest and funny. Uh, I probably like funniest was probably when we were playing in Roanoke and somebody told me uh, I should have played baseball and called me Willie Mays Hayes. I, I got a kick out of that one. Um, <laughs> weird one. I can't really think of too many weird, like in person. Obviously, you always have like the super fans online and stuff, but right, uh, it's hard to think of really any any ones that I came with in person. Oh, it's, it's more good. of just like chirping and just uh, trash talking than it, than it is anything. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, have you ever had an odd thing that somebody wanted you to sign? Um, what did that? When I was at Maine, I had somebody. I can't, it was a it was a uh, something you eat. I can't remember what type of food it was, <laughs> but they had me sign a piece of food. And I was, what? And I wasn't sure if they was gonna eat it or not. And <laughs> to this day, I still don't really know what happened with that piece of food. It's just so like a biscuit. It <laughs> it's just like a biscuit sitting on yeah, somebody's mantle. I, I almost want to say it was like a peanut. Or it was something bizarre. <laughs> that, <laughs> my God. Oh, that's pretty funny. Man, that's I've, I've heard of some people having to sign some weird stuff. Well, maybe one day you'll get someone to ask you to sign their baby or something. That'd be funny. Uh, yeah, I've seen that before. I signed a baby's forehead. Oh, you have signed funny. a baby's forehead? <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> Good job, Ricky Bobby. <laughs> job. Oh, that's funny. That's um, great. Yeah. Um, on to a more serious note. Um, there have, over the past few months, um, there's been a lot of issues come up as in just hockey culture in general. Um, obviously, the accident 
the racism problems um, with Akeem Aliyu, uh, Keandre Miller, um, Dominic Garcia, who plays at um, Arizona State, um, and then the whole Brendan Leipzig situation with the, how he was treating women, the Bill Peters abuse allegations. Um, just what are your, some of the things you think need to be done to change just all this crap that's yeah. just holding the game back? Like you mentioned, like it's been around for a while. So I think people just have to be brutally honest and just put it more out in the open. You know, I feel like any person of color in the hockey world has some sort of story that they could tell about a time where they ran into racism. I know I have like plenty of them to share. Right. But I think I think it just needs to be put more out in the open and people need to be held more accountable for their actions and, and what they say and do on or off the ice. With yeah. Dubai, like I think it's so special now because like this movement now I feel like it's everybody. It's not just African Americans fighting. It's everybody in there. People are finally realizing like the treatment of any type of person should never be like the way that it has been and just been accepted almost for too long. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Definitely one thing we've mentioned here on the past in the past has been when we're all in pre preschool, y'all get taught, you know, treat others the way you want to be treated. And just it appears a lot of people these days need to go back to preschool and learn that. Yeah, exactly. Sure. Um and you mentioned you have experienced um being discriminated against uh playing hockey do you mind telling us about some of that yeah for sure um so like the the older i got the less i uh like kind of ran into the problems like mm -hmm. in college i probably ran into it like once or twice but nothing like serious but i mean it was just like the basic name calling and stuff mm -hmm. like the first time it happened to me we were in um we were playing in Nashville. I, I was eight or nine. We were playing a team from Omaha. Now, like the the first instance that happened for me, but I mean, it's just like I just kind of got used to it at first. I was just always ready to fight and stuff like that. But then right. it came to as I got older and kind of got better and stuff. I started realizing like they're not talking trash to me. Then I'm not doing anything in the game. So the more they talk to me, the more I know I'm doing and just use it as motivation and fuel to just be better than them. Yeah, that's a good mentality to have. That's definitely a good mentality to have, but also kind of bothers me that you had to get used to it. Yeah. It isn't something that someone should get used to. Yeah. Um, and yeah, that, yeah, that's just crazy. Um, you especially, mentioned, uh, at, especially at eight or nine, man. Yeah, like, no, just you get kids out on the ice. Yeah, you get kids out on the ice just wanting to in, enjoy this game and find find an outlet and the fact that people can't just keep their mouth shut. You know, that's just upsetting. But was it a player or a parent? Uh, it was a player, and then it kind of just evolved into the parents getting into it because they were wondering, like, what happened. So right. That's kind of where it stemmed from. But that just comes with, like, being held accountable because, you know, it's not like that player. It's being taught somewhere where they, they, they think it's okay to do. Yeah. Yeah, um, that was something. Uh, the kid from Arizona State, I was reading uh, his uh, statement that he put out, and he uh, said something similar. It was when he was playing junior hockey. You know, it was just some kids out there starting. I think he was around the same age as you. Um 
it's crazy that it just starts so freaking young. Yeah. You know. It is wild. <laughs> yeah. Um, as far as um, people being held accountable, um, how do you feel that needs to be done? Just more and more people just coming out and being like, hey, just calling people out like, hey, you don't do that. Or how do you feel that needs to be uh, Yeah, I done? mean, it's hard to say, like, just one concrete answer. But, I mean, outing people for it doesn't, doesn't hurt. Like, just uh, so their um, jobs and things like that can see who they really are behind closed doors or when they're behind a keyboard and they think nobody notices. <clears throat> yeah. But now it just seems like it happens out in the open, and I feel like, more people should know about it. I think it was Will Smith who said that um, racism is just now being recorded, and I think it's pretty true. And like, people are getting offended that they're being recorded for being racist. Like, yeah. it's, like, yeah. like it's our fault. <laughs> right. Yeah. So um, I think that like that just comes. Uh, that could be like the first step is just letting people know who they really are. Absolutely. <laughs> pretty much just call people out on their bullshit. Exactly. Yeah. Um, do you think, because uh, obviously the NHL, they, well, it's not you know, the NHL's thing, but, you know, you had the guys like Evander Kane and the other guys put in that um, that committee that they had to hold people accountable. Do you think other leagues will do something similar? Um, I think so, but who knows, just because it's a lot of money. And yeah. in the NHL, you can do that because, you know, right. those yeah. guys have the money to do it and they have yeah. the resources. But, I mean, I would love to see something like that be done in all the, all the leagues, really. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, it's the definitely just making the game grow would be huge. Yeah. Um, and speaking of growing the game, you know, obviously doing a little bit of research, you know, leading up to this, you born in Atlanta. Um and, you know, looking, you liked watching the Thrashers when you were young. Um, what were some of your favorite Atlanta Thrashers memories? <laughs> well, they didn't really win that often, so there yeah, wasn't too many of those. <laughs> well, <laughs> it was the same with the Hurricanes for quite some oh, time. Oh, yeah, yeah, we're right there with you, Malcolm. We understand. <laughs> but honestly, probably just going to the same rink and practicing, being on the same ice as them, like mm-hmm. now. Right. So looking back on it, just watching their practices would probably be like my favorite memory because it's just like they're right there in person, like some of the guys that you look up to, and yeah. they're just so close to you. And then all of a sudden, you're on the same ice as them one day, and that's like the goal, obviously. Right. So I, I definitely say like going to practices and just being like up close and like realizing up, like if you work hard and stay committed, then that can be you. Um. Were there um, any particular encounters with any of the old Thrasher players that uh, stand out to you as some of your favorites? Uh, definitely say Evander Kane. Yeah. I remember when he first got drafted and uh, we went and watched his first couple of practice with Thrashers. He gave me a stick so That was pretty cool. Oh, that's awesome. That's cool. And then back in the day, um, Jeff Aldridge. Mm-hmm. He's a big fighter for Atlanta. I, just oh, remember, yeah. I loved watching his fights. Yeah, he he had some tough hands, dude. I, yeah, <laughs> I would not want to mess with him at all. No, nah, not at all. <laughs> <laughs> um, when they moved um, back up to Winnipeg, well, obviously, when they moved to Winnipeg, um, did you you know keep following them? Then did you just pick another NHL team to follow, or you know did you just kind of uh, fall off? Yeah, I just kind of fell off and just started following hockey as a whole. Like now, mm-hmm. I don't really like have a specific team it's just kind of different players i like to watch i try to 
like model my game after yeah. just mm-hmm. work on different stuff because I mean there's so many great players out there that you can watch so it's hard to just stick to one team uh who are some of your favorite to watch uh, I love watching McDavid uh McKinnon mm-hmm. oh yeah I uh, love Drew Doughty, Ben Hutton, just because I play with him, Jimmy mm-hmm. Beasy, a couple guys. I yeah. uh, love the supporting guys that I either know or play with. Right. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Um, I think I saw the Thrashers play way back in the day. I don't remember. Um, now, um, obviously, uh, you know, you, I'm assuming you want to get up to the NHL at some point. Um yeah. What would your dream NHL team be to play for? Uh, Besides as the of right now, concerned they're not there anymore. <laughs> I say as of right now, uh, the Boston Bruins, just because I have a lot of friends and family up there, mm-hmm. and it's easy to get my family who's in Atlanta up there. Yeah. So I just know it'd be like a, a pretty sick experience to have that happen potentially one day. Oh yeah, that'd be cool. Um, that's my number two team, Malcolm. So when you make it there, buddy, I'm 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 grabbing your jersey. They'll definitely stop in that. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. I have family out in Colorado, so if obviously I'm not a hockey player, but yeah, if I were, you know if I were to play, I wouldn't mind playing out there in Denver or up in Raleigh because I got family in both cities. So I totally get yep. that. Um, Denver's tough because of that air, like. This- Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Depending on where you're at, a little bit more. Oh yeah, I've been out there. It's fun. It's real fun out there. Um, yeah. Now speaking of great NH- things about it. Oh yeah, I love it out there. Um, <laughs> speaking of NHL, um, their Hall of Fame players um, were announced. Um, get who the Thrashers player was that got in. Um, was it Marion Hosa? I believe so. Yes, I think that's right. Yes. That's right. Um, when you saw um, the people getting in this year, um, were there anyone that you were like, you know, finally, obviously, like Marion Hosa, you know, being a Thrasher's guy, or were there any that you were like, why are they getting in? Uh, honestly, I don't know the full list. Okay. So, I no, that's really fine. It, <laughs> but, it actually took me a I mean, couple they, days to find it all. Yeah. Yes. If they too. made the Hall of Fame, though, I can't. I don't think I can really question on why they were in there. They did something right. So. Yeah. Right. Can't be right. Too mad at them. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, what uh, Rod Burnamore, he didn't get in yet again. I think this is the eighth straight year. Um, thoughts on why he may still be getting snubbed? Uh, doesn't does he only have one ring? Yeah, he. I actually tweeted it out the other day. Let me go down his list of stuff he did. Um, he had. <laughs> Uh, 1,484 NHL games played, 1,184 NHL career points. He was a 1990, or excuse me, 1988-1989 All-CCHA rookie team with Michigan State. He was 1989-1990 NHL All-Rookie team with the St. Louis Blues, 1992 All-Star um, as a member of the Philadelphia Flyers. Um, 1994 men's ice hockey world championship gold medal with team Canada. Um, 05, 06 Selkie winner, 06, 07 Selkie winner, um, Stanley cup champion, uh, 05, 06, as well as making appearances, um, with, uh, the flyers in 96, 97, and then the 0102 Canes. 
North Carolina Sports Hall of Fame inductee and Philadelphia Flyers Hall of Fame inductee. Yeah, I don't know how you don't get into the Hall of Fame with that resume. Yeah, yeah, because it's not just NHL. It's yeah. everything they've done. And he's doing well as a coach right now. Mm-hmm. Yes, yep. absolutely. Um, so I don't know. I have, you know, considering it's not affiliated with the NHL, I think it could have been – could maybe be some of that traditionalist mentality up in Canada. Um, yeah. You know, hockey doesn't belong in the South, you know, small market team, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I wouldn't um, be surprised at all. Um. Now, this may be one of the most important questions you'll ever get asked in any kind of interview ever. Um, the fact that you are from the South, you know, grew up, you know, from Atlanta, all that. Where is the best barbecue? And we do want to specify barbecue is a type of food, not a verb for all of you that aren't in the South. Best barbecue. Uh, that's tough. I'd probably say like Kansas City, though. Ooh. You didn't say Kansas City. All right. Yeah. Kansas City. Wow. Okay. I, I had some real good barbecue while I was out there, so it was, it was mm-hmm. hard not to tip my hat to that one. I haven't heard that. I haven't heard Kansas City yet, Malcolm, so you know what? I'm going to respect that. I, I completely understand <laughs> that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we'll respect that. Yeah, Kansas where City. You I guys, some, where were you guys going with? Well, considering I'm from eastern North Carolina, that's what I was raised on, so that's what I'm going to go with. Yeah, oh, okay. that's yeah, the same is going to have to be said for me. <laughs> okay. um, I have had Georgia barbecue. That stuff is good. Um, yeah, it is. Western North Carolina is all right, you know, because I lived out there in the mountains for a little bit. That stuff's okay. Um, I've had some stuff up from Virginia as well. I know they don't have, you know, their big barbecue scene like we do here and then in other mm-hmm. states, but their stuff was pretty good as well. Yeah. yeah. Um. But are there um, anything else you want to add on just anything that you feel needs to be changed in hockey? Um, anything you're looking forward to um, coming up next season? Just anything at all that you want to talk about? Uh, definitely looking forward to the return of uh, playoff hockey. Mm-hmm. Looking forward to hopefully starting the season on time. I signed with uh, Kansas City the other day. Oh, so, you did sign with Kansas City. All yeah. right. Well, so congratulations. Um, yeah, that's, that's really the only two things I'm really looking forward to. Just count down the days until those happen. Oh yeah. Yeah, man. <laughs> um, it's been weird without any hockey on for this long. Oh yeah. It's been very weird. It's been yes. weird without really any sports on. We're just now getting them back. Mm-hmm. I've watched them KBO baseball a couple times whenever I've gotten off work real late. That stuff's interesting. Is it? Yeah, um, it's yes. weird with like the uh, cardboard cutouts and the stuffed animals they have in the stands. That stuff's kind of funny. <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> it's odd, man. It's so odd. Yeah, I know the NWSL. They just started their challenge Anthony cup or whatever they're or whatever they're starting it or calling it. Excuse me, they started that today. Um, the women's team uh, from Raleigh won uh, today. Yeah, I saw oh, that really? two to one. Yep. Yeah, they won. Um, but we're just now getting stuff back. Um, who's your pick to win the Stanley Cup? That's a tough one. I don't know. There's a few teams that are playing pretty well. So, I, honestly, it's just – I think one of the teams who have to play in the qualifying round to win it mm-hmm. just because they'll, they'll have their legs under them. I can yeah. see that. I can who definitely are, see it. Who are, uh, who are, like, your top three teams to watch in this upcoming playoff series? I'm going to go with Edmonton, Vegas, and probably Washington. 
Okay. Those are good. Those, Those are good. good pick. Good picks. Very good. I definitely for me, it, I'd probably say Colorado, um, Arizona, and probably us. I think Arizona with their new leadership regime. regime I think they're yeah, I think Arizona could be a sleeper. Yeah, I really think yes. they could be a sleeper. Because um, when they're good, they're good, but they were definitely hit and miss. For sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. And what about you, Walker? Who's your three? Oh, man. I'm definitely going to have to agree with Malcolm on Edmonton. You mm-hmm. know, Edmonton's been struggling to even get in the playoffs, you know, for however many years. You know, and they finally got that chance. I mean, you look at Dry Sidle and McDavid, man, and they're unstoppable. They, man, they are tough, tough, tough duo. Um, besides Edmonton, I am going to go with Carolina as well. People just like to sleep on Carolina. And thirdly, I'll probably go with the Blues. You know, they they got the taste of that cup last year. Their first one in their history. They're going to be hungry for it, but maybe they won't pull the Capitals and get busted out in the first round. But we'll, we'll... <laughs> <laughs> so. Um, but um, that does it for all the questions we got. We definitely want to thank you for coming on and talking to us. Congratulations on signing with Kansas City. I yep. appreciate it. Thank you for having me as well, guys. Yeah, not a problem. Absolutely, you're, Malcolm. Yeah, you're welcome back anytime you ever want to come on. Thanks. I appreciate that. Yes, sir. All right. All right. We'll talk to you later, man. Bye. Right, Have a good one. Good. Thanks. You too. Thanks, buddy. And we would like to once again thank Malcolm Hayes for coming on the show and talking to us. We had a great, great time talking to him. Um, And we do want to remind you to check out one of our other sponsors, Rock Auto. We have guys about Rock Auto in the past. Um, Rock Auto has an amazing selection of car parts for any car you could imagine whether it's the crappiest old car or the nicest new car they got something for you they have an amazing selection and reliably low prices all the car parts you will ever need in your entire life visit www.rockauto.com and tell them locked on sent you and with that that does it for today's episode um we will have a quick news news update episode coming out either later on tonight or first thing in the morning tomorrow there's been a lot going on in the nhl um and frankly kind of around in sports as well uh stuff we'll touch on and we'll talk to you guys tomorrow now go check out locked on nhl the locked on podcast network's national nhl show where they will discuss all things nhl they'll be talking about a lot of the same news that we will be discussing either later today or tomorrow And with that, we'll talk to you guys later.